is up, everybody? Welcome back to the comic book layer. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. And I'm Ross. And we've got all three of us today. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. Feeling good. Started going back to the gym. You know, New Year. I, I don't set New Year's resolutions, but I just had to get back in the gym. I'm feeling a little set sluggish. Them, but you set them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't say that I set them, but I'm setting them. Yeah. Um, but feeling good. Yeah. Feeling really good. Getting back, uh, getting back into the gym. And um, it's been good. Right I don't. I don't like leg day. I'm walking around wobbly for like three weeks. Why not get some like weights and stuff and and like get a little garage gym instead of having to go to the gym? You know, I thought about that, but um, I, and I've done home workouts, but dude, like when I'm doing home workouts and I look down the hallway and it's like a nice comfy couch sitting oh, over there, yeah, you know, yeah, like I make yeah. my way over there, dude. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just doesn't happen. Yeah. I can't do the gym, dude. There's too many bodies there. Like, uh, I will tell you out. this. I have been out of the gym scene for, I don't know, maybe like a year. And before that, I was just kind of going like every once in a while. No big deal. But I started going recently. And this gym I go to, uh, it's like a big chain gym. Um, they going have to t- Gold's? No, not Gold. I think it's called like EOS. I don't know if they have Oh, them, yeah. They have but, them right here. Um, anyways, I'll tell you what. There are some new workout routines that I thought I would never see going down in there. (laughs) And I'm just looking around and just my mind is going just, I don't know. It's I don't think some of those people know how to use the machines. No, I I agree with you, Ross, because it is hilarious. And it could be because it is the new year. And, you know, a lot of people like go to the gym right away. That runs around like this time of year. Everybody's going in like, all right, it's January. I'm going to start exercising. It's like. Maybe you should come back and visit me again in March. Yeah. yeah, and and um, but I mean, kudos for them getting out and getting in there. That's what I'm doing, and um, so yeah, I've been feeling good. Ross, how are good, you doing, man. man? I'm good. I've been uh, I'm in the best shape I've been in in a long time, and um, me and my wife and a couple friends are doing a dry January. To oh, kind of like, go. yeah, and uh, we we bought some of these curious elixirs that I've seen ads for, and. Uh, just to give me something else to drink, and nice, um, yeah. and they're good for you. So, yeah. are you been, still uh, running? You still putting in the miles? Yeah, but I can't today. It's snowing, and it's, it's freezing gonna be like there, dude. 10, Ten degrees here yeah. this weekend, oh, so I'm not really looking forward to that. And I I can run in temperatures that are in the 30s, but Oof. when it gets lower than that, um, I I have a uh, like a workout corner in my house, and we have a Peloton in the basement, so I'll do strength training and ride the bike. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I'm not going outside in this. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll go. I'll go on the. Uh, I'll, I'll go to work early in the morning. Like I'm leaving like six six thirty. It's still dark right now, and it's like you know we we had a little bit of cold come in. It's like thirty forty degrees, and I'll see people running out there, and I'm like, nope. It's got to <laughs> be like high fifties, low sixties, and then I could maybe get out there. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't running in a puffy jacket like. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I wonder if even in your neck of the woods, do you have winter clothes? Like, I mean, I have, I have, I have snow clothes, like clothes that I could run in, like that that's Under Armour cold gear designed to like keep me warm. So when I'm outside at 30 degrees, the only part of my body that's not, you know, that's not warm is my mouth. Yeah. Well, out here, like according to my wife, if it dips under 65, you bring out the puffies, you bring out the <laughs> the boot, the boots, you're bringing out the the wool socks. Like it's all coming out and uh, that's freezing to us out here. So yeah, I I can't I I couldn't run outside in that in that cold weather. I I couldn't do it. 
Let me ask you a question, both of you, and you could take it a turn. When you set the heater for your house, what are you setting it to? Like, what's my, the temperature you want your heater set at? So mine right now is set at 70. 70? 70 degrees. So if it, yeah, that's that's what we got our heat set up. And sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'm freezing. Yeah. So I, I'll crank it up to like 71 when I get up. One degree and it, you know. Oh, look at you get, putting in the, <laughs> throwing the money to the <laughs> heat Ooh, with that man, one degree. Look at that one <laughs> degree. <gas> company's <laughs> getting me, dude. <laughs> I, um... I have a, a weird setup in my house. We have uh, we have uh, single zone heating. Uh, so like okay. you turn the heat on downstairs, it heats like we have two zone air conditioning. We have air conditioning that can be controlled upstairs and downstairs. But the problem is when we redid our kitchen that there's no, there's minimal baseboard heating now. So the kitchen's always cold and the thermostat is around the corner from the kitchen. Mm. So what happens is I, we, we set it at about 70, but the uh, thermostat for the air conditioner still, you know, it still reads what temperature it is upstairs. It shows that it's like 75 degrees upstairs where all the bedrooms are. So it's hard to manage, you know, keeping it at 70 downstairs because in the kitchen, it feels like 65. Mm -hmm. But upstairs, if you make it any warmer, it feels like you're in Florida. Yeah, you're in a furnace up there. <laughs> you're in it. I got to I gotta change clothes as I go up the staircase. <laughs> Put a little hoodie rack down there and just grab a hoodie right, as you exactly. go up. Right on. Well, guys, you want to chat a little Echo? Let's jump yeah. in Echo, man. I, I enjoyed it. I'll tell you that. Me too. I will tell you, I struggled, but I thought it ended on such a good note that it really redeemed itself for me. I think if I would have watched it, like binged it, I wouldn't have felt it was as draggy in like episodes three and four. Uh, but because I spaced them out, three and four felt slow. But man, that episode five was just a banger, dude. It was so good. I'll See, tell I you this. Oh, Go sorry. Ahead, yes. No, I was going to say, I didn't find the three and four slow. I felt it was tense. Like I was mm. waiting for things to happen. You know, the roller rink scene um, as she's trying, you know, uh, with, uh, God, was, it was uh, episode three, the one with the train. I think that was two, wasn't it? Wasn't it two or where she takes two? down the train? Yeah. Right. I, I, I just remember the tension building, you know, with. Um, the kingpin finding out with those guys at the at the roller rink with her her grandmother. I felt like it was all just. I wanted I wanted it to be relieved, and it did. I felt like it, like you said, it, it, episode five was awesome. It was so good. So I'll tell you this, just coming from me. I going into it, I had no idea. I knew nothing about Echo, not a thing. Like the only thing I knew her from was from watching Hawkeye. So mm -hmm. going into it, I was just going. I had no expectations. Didn't know really much about her. So it was really cool to get like all the background info about her. And I don't know, does are there any comic books out there with her in it, Ross, like that you know of? You know, what's funny is I don't know much about Echo either. I mean, she premiered in uh, Daredevil Run back in, you know, whatever, 15, 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Um, probably longer. My timeline is skewed as I age. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I don't know much about Echo either. Like I know a lot about characters, but I don't know if she was just underused because I don't see an Echo. I, I read, you know, Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run, then Devil's Reign, then the next Daredevil run. And in all three of those runs, I don't remember her being prominent throughout it at all. And she was a Daredevil like 
you know, subsidiary initially. Like that's where she she premiered. But I don't know. Maybe she was in other stuff. Maybe now it was again. That was one of the weird choices why they made her the villain. Like I know that that was one of pe- people's. Everyone likes to harp on things, mm-hmm. but um, in Hawkeye, I think that that's why people were like, "That's your villain." Nobody knows who she is. I'm like, "That's better," because then people don't have predisposed notion. Yeah, uh, but then you get people complaining about like, oh, this is a new villain. Like, I don't like this person. And then you give her her own show and everyone's like, oh, you're going to give this person her own show. And I like that Marvel did that Marvel spotlight because to me, that means yeah. that they'll do more of these little five issue, five issue, five episode series about a character that maybe spotlights somebody we don't know. I bet that's what they're going to do with Agatha. I bet it'll be considered a Marvel spotlight. Um, but I don't know. I listen, I could be completely off, but that's what I would do. I would do like, you know, Ghost Rider. You want to bring him into the universe or a Silver Surfer or Nova. You want to bring these people in, do this little five, you know, episode thing. And I and I was happy it dropped all at once. I don't know about you guys, but I, I like not having to wait. Like I, I watched it over the course of three or four days or four or five days, but I didn't have to if I didn't want to. But, you know, I can't stand when I'm like, I watch it and then the next week. I got to wait a week for it to come out. Yeah, yeah. Because then you forget what happened in the previous one. It's like what happens with comic books when you read a comic book and then it comes, the next one comes out a month later. And what yeah. was I reading? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree with everything you said, Ross. Like, I, I enjoyed her in, in Hawkeye. Like, I, I didn't, you know, have any issues with it. I, I thought it was cool that they were doing like a little mini series on her. And um, so I enjoyed it. Got to learn, you know, I was like during, uh, like Kyle said, during like episode uh, three and four, like I was getting kind of lost as they were doing all these flashbacks and like, uh, like her heritage, which I thought was super cool, but I was just kind of lost. I was like, how is this going to tie into, you know, her as a character? Like, and then when episode five, when I watched episode five, it kind of all tied it together and like put a little bow on top for me. I thought it was, I thought it was rad. I thought the fight scenes were super cool, especially like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I enjoyed the the scenes where it would go silent and you were like seeing mm-hmm, the scene mm-hmm. from like her point of view and just hearing like the heartbeat or like bones cracking. Like, I love those scenes. I wish there was more of them, actually. I don't know how you guys felt. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't know if, Kyle, you want to throw something in there. I agree. I thought those were my absolute favorite scenes uh, in the whole entire series, but it's so funny because my wife would come into the room and she's like, why is there no sound? Like, what, do you have the sound down? <laughs> I was like, no, she's, you know, she can't hear so that they're doing it so that you're in her perspective. And uh, I thought it was really good. You know, one of the hard parts about that is if you're not paying attention, I I know that a lot of times I'll watch these things as a, not where I'm sitting for 45 minutes staring at it solely like i'm doing something else um i was listening to uh another podcast and they were talking about something similar when it's kind of like that where it's like if you're sitting there and you're going to just like watch something i get it but when there's no sound or when she's signing i had to pay attention to what it's being translated on the bottom so I, I felt like I had to go back and rewatch. I, I think I rewatched one of the episodes because I, I felt like I missed something. And maybe see, that's why I, I, you know. Yeah, my kid's bedroom 
is right next to my where my living room. And so whenever I watch TV, I always have the subtitles on. So I'm so Oh, I do you, too. I yeah. have subtitles on for everything, but yeah. I'm saying if even with the subtitles on, I can still hear the voice. So like if I turn my head away for a second, oh, yeah, but yeah. if you turn your your head away for a second and she's signing, you could have just missed something crucial to the story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of um Kingpin's little contact lens that could let her <laughs> Listen, see. man, in the, in the eyeglass business, <laughs> if you could give me something like that, <laughs> I'd have a lot of customers lining up. Dude, I love that part. And I thought it was such a cool, like, I, I don't know. I thought it was rad. I'm sure one day we'll see something like that maybe, but uh, it was pretty, it was pretty rad. You want to know what's really funny? Um, I was thinking about it. Like, where did he get this from? How did he get this technology? Mm. I don't know if you, if you rewatched Hawkeye before you before this. I but, did. I watched Hawkeye over Christmas. So when you rewatch Hawkeye, you hear him talk about that they don't have the Avengers Tower anymore. Because remember, mm. like, when her apartment burns down um, mm-hmm. and, you know, he can't go to the Avengers Tower. He yeah. said Tony sold it. So I wonder if the way that they're kind of incorporating the technology is maybe Kingpin owns Stark Tower and that's where he's been operating out of. Mm. And he took the technology and he's using Stark to, to you know, he to help him. But I don't know because the, the way this I'm going all over the place because I want to talk about the very end of, of episode five yeah. and get into something something completely different that's going along in the comic books right now and get your thoughts on it. But I, I thought that that was interesting in Hawkeye that they mentioned that and the fact that Kingpin is part of this universe and he didn't get blipped. And now with all of these defenders, Daredevil, Jessica Jones being part of the MCU, it kind of echo felt to me that it tied a lot together that we hadn't seen from some of the other shows like Secret Invasion, like nobody cared about. I don't I have a clue. Like, it had nothing to do with anything, and they don't even mention it in the Marvels. Um, you know, so it's kind of like some of these shows have felt very, like She-Hulk. They, they haven't done anything with that either. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, where where is this going? But at least Echo had had the scene with Daredevil. It brings in Kingpin. Kingpin's going to be, was used in Hawkeye. Kingpin's going to be used in Daredevil and these street-level things. And it's kind of interesting. And they, they had a, a Roxxon gas station. Roxxon mm-hmm. was the big company. And remember, they used that in Loki with the Roxxon cart, which oh, is where she, right. she was hiding. Uh, Sylvie was in season one. She was hiding in the uh, in the Roxxon cart, you know, where there was like the whatever that was going to have the end of the world in Georgia or wherever it was. <laughs> what do you guys think about Daredevil's appearance in Echo? I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was interesting that they picked that suit because that suit then ties to a specific time when Daredevil was wearing that suit. Mm. So, like, that means, like, when you go back and look at it, I was talking to James at uh, my local shop, Androids, and he was, you know, trying to, I was trying to ask him, like, how do they, how do you know? He's like, just go to Disney Plus and you'll see exactly when what seasons fall between what things. So if you really want to know how to watch it in proper chronological order, yeah. like I might just go back and rewatch them in the chronological order to see if other shows, movies, things fit in with it to kind of like pick my brain in it. I know that a net- Netflix didn't initially intend for it, but I wonder if now um, Marvel's going to go back and throw Easter eggs in newer stuff to kind of tie it together with the older stuff. Daredevil is now on Disney Plus, right? All of it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think I've ever finished fully finished the Daredevil. Oh, oh really? It was good. Yeah, I don't think I finished it. So I'll yeah, that's back. good. 
Yeah, Charlie I mean, Cox some of this stuff, was great. He was great. I, you know, I, I wish they could just be like eliminate like uh, Iron Fist season two, Jessica Jones season two. Oh my gosh, please! <laughs> there were some like some seasons I just didn't love. Um, at least with Punisher season two, he was like in a different state. Yeah. So it's like that could have taken place, but I, I liked that. Um, like Daredevil was awesome. Jessica Jones season one was like one of my favorite seasons of any show. I love the detective. I love David Tennant. Um, we're just getting off topic, but uh, no, yeah, that's that's fine. But yeah, kind of going back to your. Yeah. Uh, I love Daredevil. I love the Daredevil thrown in there. Like I was stoked when I seen him. I was like, yes. And it was right away. It was right in the first episode, you know? So I thought it was cool. Well, let's talk about episode five and how it ended. And definitely the very kind of the, the end credit scene with Kingpin and what's going down. What'd you guys think? Let me ask you a question. So at the, at, towards the end of, uh, episode five and spoilers here, if you guys haven't watched it all. So like, Kingpin has her her grandma and her cousin Bonnie, right? Mm-hmm. When when she's tells him to trust me, is she like giving her powers to them, or do they yes, have like she's giving powers too? The, no, the whole point is is that like she she is she is contained in the bloodline of the original ancestor that got out of that other world, which basically. Right. They're saying that other world is like a uh, uh, like another dimension, kind of like Talo in uh, Shang Chi. Okay, like it's like its own world, like it's its own entity, and she escapes from that world, and then the skin kind of cracks off, and she becomes human, but she has these powers still. Um, and Echo is that it it like echoes through the generations that she can get strength from all the generations that have come before her of her bloodline. And she just had a way to like basically distribute it through her family and like her that her bloodline can be shared. Like you can echo your power. Like you can mm-hmm. you can oh, just like okay. you can totally like if you can sense, like you can take that power and you're like sending like an echolocation, like a like yeah. a, a signal, like sound wave, and you're mm-hmm. sending that sound wave um to to her other relatives that are there. But only them, like only that bloodline can can get that. And her grandmother has it and, you know, her cousin has it. And, you know, OK, I figure that's what it was. But then I started like second. I started thinking, I was like, do they have like these? Are they part of the bloodline where they have powers to themselves? I mean, and, maybe like, they, didn't I don't I don't know because, you know, like her her mother had, uh, uh, you know, had that the power to heal. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, her grandmother maybe had some power. Like I don't I don't know. It's. It's hard to tell if uh, if they all have it or if she just was able to impart it. Right, right. Okay. No, that makes sense. But I, I did like that. I thought it was rad and I was just kind of confused. So I just wanted to see what you guys thought. Yeah. I mean, I got pumped when the grandma oh, yeah. started taking those dudes <laughs> oh, <yeah>. out. <laughs> I love that part, dude. I was like, this is it. <laughs> what about, what about, I know this is a sidetrack. What about biscuits, dude? I love that character. Oh, I biscuits thought he was so funny. <laughs> I love that they developed it like a, uh, you know, just you got to have that comic relief uh-huh. sort of guy, that kind of guy in the family. You know, he's yeah, everyone's got one. Yeah, I loved him, though. He was rad, dude. His little doggo. I thought it was cool. All right. So back then, to the end. Yeah. So, Ross, so what yeah, you so, think about Kingpin's kind of storyline? I want to know specifically what you thought before you get to the very end about Echo kind of feeding him. Uh, like flashbacks and then mm-hmm. asking uh, him to to give him it seemed like what she was saying to him was give me your pain like give it to me I'll right. take it like away from she, you but she he uh, 
the way I, the, okay, again, this is my interpretation of what it was, is that, again, she is able to now take any power from any of her past bloodline. And her mother had the ability to heal. And I wonder if she was able to then heal him from the inside. Mm. Like she was able to go into his mind, take him back to the day where he's been able to harness how he's, all the pain that he's had and how he's got such rage. Mm -hmm. And she was able to tell him, like, ignore that. Like it happened, but don't let that be who you are. And then when she got out of it, he just, he had, he, he didn't have the rage anymore. And he couldn't like, he, he didn't have that. He couldn't fight. Cause he was like, it was almost like he was helpless. Like yeah, yeah. what, what did she do to him? She can't, she can't, I mean, he can't, um, he can't, con he can control himself now. Like it just, it was a very interesting way for it to end to like make him see what it was again to relive the pain and hopes that it would go away. Yeah, it definitely changed him right away. And like, he was even freaking out about it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know if it's going to stay that way. I don't know if that was just temporary to get him out of there and, I don't know if more rage is going to happen from something else. Is he going to become raged from enraged from this? You, you know, he's still mm -hmm. super strong and he's still the kingpin. I mean, but is he now not going to murder as much? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he know. wouldn't be doing the murdering like himself. Maybe it'll be, I don't know. We'll see. Well, that's why. That, so that that's what I was going to say. That brings me to the very, very end. Yeah, yeah. The end credits, because in uh, Daredevil, the comic book that started in 2020 or whatever it was, is that the um, Chip Z run? Yeah, and yeah. then Kingpin becomes mayor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he becomes mayor, and while while he is mayor, he creates the Thunderbolts as a, or he takes the Thunderbolts and makes them his authority to stop vigilantes and the Thunderbolts are now government controlled agents like U.S. agent from Falcon and the Winter Soldier and all these other, you know, people that I want. Again, with all this rewriting, I, I, my theory and conspiracy theory or whatever you want to call it is that I wonder if they went back and they said, Mayor Kimkin and the Devil's Reign run was so good. What if we incorporate that and make the Thunderbolts movie about a team that works for the mayor thinking they're doing good, but really he's just trying to round up all the superheroes and supervillains so that he doesn't have anybody that can fight against him. Cause yeah. in the run uh, that the daredevil run, if you were a superhero, if you tried to use your powers at all, you were arrested. Mm. Like you were, an, you were, you, it didn't matter if you were doing it for good or for evil. So the bad guys were still going to be bad guys. They just, Hope they don't get caught. But the good guys weren't allowed to jump in and stop them. So Kingpin also had Dr. Octopus working as a bad guy, but nobody, but like the government didn't know that. So this way he wouldn't send necessarily the Thunderbolts in to stop them, but the good guys couldn't stop them legally. But if they tried, then he could get them arrested. Yeah, I know. So How many... I wonder if they're going to try to incorporate something like that with Daredevil, like bringing in these street vigilantes and say like, but if they get caught, then they're going to get arrested too. You can't, you can't look the other way to them anymore. Yeah. How many volumes was that Chibsy Daredevil run? Because I think I've only read volume one, maybe you volume two. You guys did a volume one yeah. um, 
you know. Uh, yeah, we did an episode on it. Right. And you didn't go further than that, but it was 30 issues, I think. So yeah. I think your first one was one through eight. So maybe there was five. All right. I think I might have read volume two after that. And we just didn't really talk about it. I can't remember, but I, I would like to go back and read all that because it's probably really It's good. really cool. And then if you, you want, you could read, you could pick up the trade for Devil's Reign or, you know mm-hmm. what, you probably, if you have Marvel, I, like, I just picked up Marvel Unlimited because I want to be able to go back and read some of this stuff that I don't have. Like I, I, I brought a whole bunch of uh, boxes of comic books to my storage unit so that this way I have room in my house. But I picked up Marvel Unlimited in case I do want to go back and read it. I don't have to go searching yeah. through my storage unit for these books. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought it was really good. Yeah, what do you think about the end and the the credit scene? I I loved it, dude. I thought that uh, super interesting. I mean, we got Kingpin gonna be mayor, bro. I'm all about it. I I mean, it's just rad to think about. Um, I thought it was really like moving the end, the way Echo kind of. You know, she's standing there with all the past Choctaw. I think that's how you say it. I might be saying it wrong, yeah. but uh, it was just really good, dude. Uh, really brought it home uh, for me. Yeah, I, I loved, like I said, I loved the uh, episode five. I thought it tied it all together well. Um, like some stuff in the middle, I was just kind of like, what What are they doing with this? And yeah. then when we got to five, I was like, all right. This is rad how they tied it all together. So overall, it was cool. I don't know if we'll ever see Echo again in anything else, but um, I I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was good. I bet we see her and I bet I bet they bring her back in Daredevil. Yeah. I bet they bring her back. Hopefully for a bigger scene than Daredevil got in Echo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they'll bring her back in. I mean, any of these shows they could bring her back in. If um, after Kingpin becomes mayor in the comics, um, and he gets ousted out of office. Luke Cage ends up being. Oh, mayor. that's right. That's right. So, like, Luke Cage is currently the mayor of New York. Like, yeah. still in like the, in the books and um, in the Avengers Inc. book that is being discontinued. You know, he goes to uh, uh, Hope Van Dyne to or Janet Janet Van Dyne. I don't remember which one it is. The Wasp. He goes to the Wasp to have her like do stuff. But like, you could see that he's still the mayor. Mm. So anyway, good. I really cool. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, me, too. me too. It was it was a good show. I I uh I, and yeah, I don't I don't know. Overall, I liked it. It was cool. I feel like I'll watch it again when I want to rewatch all of those kinds of shows. Like it, I don't think it's one of those shows that I'm going to look back and be like, nah, I don't really feel like watching that. I feel like it was good enough that I could rewatch it, and its continuity was good. So I don't feel like it's just out of place with with some of these shows where kind of you feel that way. Cool. Well, Ross, like always, man, I appreciate you throwing insight into the Marvel world because I sometimes include in clueless. I'm clueless on that kind of stuff. Hey, listen, I love the Marvel stuff. Hey, speaking I, of Marvel, um, are, are yeah. we gonna talk, are we done with Echo, buddy? Are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I wasn't sure okay. where, you, where where are we going. I want to talk about Avengers Twilight. Okay, because um, it was rad. I loved it. I love Chip Z again. Um, uh, I don't really know who this artist is. I don't think I've ever seen any of his art before. And so I didn't know what to expect. Um, but I thought the art was pretty cool. It's like this futuristic world. Yeah, um, I really like the art. I didn't know um, Daniel uh, Acuna, Acuna. Acuna? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like I've seen his art before, but it was really cool. I liked that it, it's old man cap. Yeah, yeah. And really old man, old man, and old man Luke Cage and old yeah. man Matt Murdock. And they're all old, old superheroes. 
See, I would, that's one of the questions. I didn't know who. So when they were talking to Matt in the park, right? That's Matt Murdock. That's Daredevil. Yeah. And so I was like, at first I was like, I couldn't he's figure out who this is. And he's got a cane. Of I course know. It's at first I was lost. <laughs> I was like, who is this? And it took me a while to figure out who it was. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I was kind of lost in this. So those, those are the questions I was going to ask you, just stuff like that. And, um, but I loved it, man. I, you, you have these old superheroes that are all just super old, retired. Caps is old man. It's hilarious. And he's got like dementia, it seems. Like at the beginning of the episode where, you know, he's being brought a cup of coffee and it's like, you know, do you remember this? And, you know, like, don't forget things. Like you could yeah. tell that he's getting older and the super soldier serum is kind of out of his body, Dawn, out of his system. Yep, yep. He, you know, he, he can't, um, He's not the same person. So he now has old people pains. You know, his back yeah, doesn't 100%. work. <laughs> his, you know, he can't remember things. Um, but you know, it's it's it, it's kind of interesting because they I don't I don't remember Marvel ever putting out a book like this. Maybe they have, and I'm just lost, but where it's all old old men, where it's not just like old man Logan. You know, like old yeah, man Logan yeah, yeah, was yeah. like a story where it was just about Logan. But this just is him. like basically like they've aged out all the superheroes and incorporating a, to me at least, new hero in Tony Stark's son. Mm -hmm. You think but, he's going to be a hero? But I don't know. That's the whole thing. Well, he's supposed to be a hero, but like, oh. you know, like the way they depict it, I guess, is like, you're Tony Stark's son. You're, you're, you're the future. You're the hero. But his, um, he's controlling the way that people can live and, you know, you, you have to be home by curfew. Yeah, yeah. You can't fight. No taking pictures. No doing this. Like, in the beginning, when someone asks uh, in the issue where they're like, can I, t he's like, do you want to take a selfie? And he's like, uh, I don't think we're allowed to almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't understand that. But like, later you see, like, you're not allowed to take pictures. You're not allowed mm -hmm. to, like, camera phones are basically, like, outlawed. I don't, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, it's interesting that, that, you know, uh, Tony Stark is... Got a uh, his son basically as a supervillain, almost kingpin esque, but with technology. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't, I don't know. It just seemed really cool. I just liked it. I liked that they uh, they had to give him the super soldier serum at the end. Yeah, like you know, they're like, okay, we 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 got to stop this. We have we need to we need an uprising. <laughs> yeah, I liked. Uh, I thought it was cool. Like Luke Cage, he's walking around all bent. I think he has a cane or a walker or something. But he has like this like suit around his body almost. That's yeah, like well, looks did you like read it's what he said? Uh, at the he end, said, yeah, where he said he can't he can't move anymore. His skin, his which skin. is like diamond, yeah. has basically hardened, so it like doesn't want to move. Yep, yep. So that that was cool right at the end. Um, and I wonder, you know, this is all, if, if you're listening and haven't read this yet, we're going to spoil the heck out of this. Oh, yeah. But like, Sorry, people. At at the end where, you know, he, he gets the, the, the serum and he's like, all right, like, I got to get the Avengers back together. Like, like for him, it's kind of easier because he can just take this serum and he's like, OK, I'm back to being Captain America. But like, what is he going to do with everybody else if they're all old and beat up and can't like. <laughs> right. Well, you know what I mean? I 100 percent. I, I don't know if he is recruiting younger versions of people in this. Like, is he restarting the Avengers? But with um, I don't know if it's the next generation or if it's going to be like if Luke Cage can't do anything, is it just going to be Captain America versus the world? Yeah. Like then it's then it's not an Avengers book, but like right, right. I get Avengers Twilight, it's the twilight of his life, it's the end of his life. It's now that makes more sense as to why it's called that Chip Zdarsky is just insane. Uh, everything he writes is awesome. 
Yeah. And what what do you think they're going to do with um cuz uh Tony Stark's son, he like goes down into this chamber and he's like talking to Tony. Right, his dad like he kept his dad alive in like yeah. a um like a chamber. Like this Yeah, like one of those uh like water tanks. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you can keep somebody alive for like ever, I guess. I I don't know as long as like you're feeding them nutrients. Maybe yeah. it's just to keep his brain alive and maybe he's just able to talk to his brain. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have no idea. Like it looked like his body was missing. It, yep, like yep, it was just his, his head and shoulders. Yeah. So, so again, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if maybe the son is using that and he has this way to control the whole world through like this app or phone or whatever he's got. Which is why when he heard um he heard Captain America talking uh, to somebody, I forget what it was. He he overheard him saying something. Oh, when um, God, when he before he got on that the uh before he got on that talk show. Oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he overheard him talking about something. He's like basically like I think he's like we got to get we got to nip this in the bud before anyone else sees this, and that's why he probably got him to come on that show so that he could like basically say like superheroes are not superheroes. Don't 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 buy the- into this. The Red Skull is. The yeah. Red Skull is is good. Yeah, didn't wasn't it um, in the beginning when he met with Matt and Luke in the park? There was that little floating like orb watching them. Right, exactly. It for, and it, like, yeah. so, and, and I think that that's where he saw this. Um, he saw him talk about this, and he's like, "We got to stop this. These superheroes yeah. cannot band together. That is the only thing that could destroy my empire." Yeah, yeah. And dude, I'll tell you what. The very last page, I loved it. You got Cap. You got the defenders oh, yeah. in the background. Yep. Like, I, uh, dude, I thought that was such a rad last panel. Yep. And uh, so I'm stoked on it. I mean, this is like, I don't read a ton of Marvel, but. Um, Avengers books have been good lately. I mean, between this and the other Avengers run and the Captain America run, they're all like all this Captain America stuff. I don't know. I, I get, I don't say I get tired because I don't really read, but I feel like there's a bazillion Batman, Batman book out there. And maybe I'm, I'm missing something because Captain America books, I like them all. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to get into this. Um, I'll I'll probably put it on my pull list. Um, I love I got the Scotty Young cover. I thought it was super rad. I wanted to buy. There was a couple other covers there that my shop got like that were yeah. like the one and whatever variants, and they had a couple foil variants, and I wanted to swoop them so bad because they were super nice looking. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's the only Marvel thing I got into recently. Was that you have any other Marvel you want to uh, dive into, Ross? Or yeah, Kyle? I mean, if you don't mind it, I can. Uh tell you about a couple of the things i picked up and read yeah, um, yeah let it rip yeah so i picked up ultimate invasion spider-man or ultimate I, spider-man i almost picked that up too and you can it's so so if uh you remember me and kyle talking about um ultimate invasion came out like a few months ago and we were like it was okay but i we didn't i didn't know if it was building a new world what it was going to be doing and i wasn't sure if i was going to really want to pick up any of these ultimate books because they're rebuilding the ultimate universe. So I picked it up just on the whim. Let me give this issue number one a shot. Let's see how it is. It's written by uh, Jonathan Hickman. So it's, mm. you know, probably going to be good because I like Hickman's work. Yeah. And reading it was awesome. It's basically like Spider-Man in this universe didn't get bit by the radioactive spider. So he marries Mary Jane. He has two kids, but well, he's just he a works normal the, dude, huh? He wor- well, he works for the Daily Bugle, but Ben mm. Parker, his uncle, never got never got sh- shot by the robber. Mm-hmm. So Ben Parker basically and J. Jonah Jameson are running the Daily Bugle, and they're putting out all these pieces, these these uh, these news stories, and the governing board of the paper uh, decides that they're going to go in a different direction, and they fire J. Jonah Jameson, and then when they try to make 
Ben Parker, the head of the Bugle, as long as he'll follow through, he quits too. And now they're like going to start their own paper and they're just like, we're, we're old and how can they push us around? Because I think Kingpin runs the paper, like behind mm. the scenes, he's on yeah. the board. And uh, Spider-Man is basically like living in this life, or Peter Parker is living in this life where he's not happy. You could see he's just, he's a dad with two kids and a wife. And he's, he's just, something's missing. You could tell he, he feels like there's a void in his life and he's not happy with his life. And he says, it's nothing to do with you, Mary Jane. It's nothing to do with the kids. I know I'm a good dad. I know this, but it's just like, I feel like I'm living in a, a fog and he has this ball and, you know, he kind of looks at this ball and it doesn't understand what it's supposed to be. And all of a sudden you see a flashback to Iron Man. At the end of, if you remember, Kyle, at the end of Ultimate Invasion, where like Tony Stark is Iron Lad and he's really the Kang variant yeah. and things like that. He sent this ball to Peter Parker before he got stuck in that void ball, that, 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 that world where the maker is. And it basically explains that you were supposed to get bit by a radioactive spider and become a superhero 20 years ago. But because the maker stopped that from happening and because of that, you never became who you were supposed to be. But you have a chance now, if you'd like, to become who you want, who you were meant to be. And he opens up this ball and inside is a vial with the radioactive spider. Mm. Like I thought you were going like, to say he like a spider comes so out. So basically, and like <laughs> let let this spider bite you, and you'll become who you're supposed to be. That's kind of cool, how, and yeah. that's how the issue ends. I can so see sort me of though. like yeah. a dilemma question that he has to right. Like he he's a, he's got a decent life, a job, family, but it's that rudimentary, you know pedestrian life that you know he goes to his job but he needs to make money and even though he wants to quit and do other things with his life he can't because you got bills to pay and his wife has got a job and she's happy <laughs> sounds like but me like, every day like i said it basically feels like i'm like i'm reading this and i'm like this is oh, like a family like it's like it's, but i'm saying it's such a family oriented yeah, between yeah, this yeah. and the fantastic four run it's really hitting at the age demographic i feel like i'm in of the let's say between 30 and 50 year old dad with kids and you're kind of put in this predicament of, do you keep doing the same thing over and over again? If given the choice, would you change something or would you stay the same? Yeah. Cause and now he's got it. Like if he does, like his family could be, he's got a lot. Yeah. That's a, he's right. in a pickle. And he's he, in a pickle. You know, so that's where it kind of ends and you kind of just got to go. And um, I'm, I'm adding this to my pull list. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to add some of the ult other ultimate books. I think one of them, the ultimate X-Men is done by Peach Momoko, who I like as an artist, but the X-Men are not meant to look like the, the, the watercolor anime people. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I might pick up issue one just to see how it, how it reads, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be what I want for my X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where I'll, uh, that's kind of where I'll leave that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that sounds cool. I'm gonna have to pick that book up too. It sounds neat. Yeah, I picked up a couple other books, but, uh, you know, I don't really have to get into detail. The Avengers 9 was awesome. Captain America 5 is, he's still fighting for his right to, you know, um, always be a rebel. Um, the Vengeance of Moon Knight was really, really cool. I uh, I thought I wasn't going to really want to get into Moon Knight. But, Who's doing um, that one? 
It's still Jed McKay. Jed oh, McKay, who's still, doing Avengers. God, he's crushing it, yeah. Yeah, and you want to know what's crazy about it is I didn't know what they were going to do with it. I didn't know if they were going to make it like a whole new team. The whole first half of this issue was basically like a funeral for Moon Knight where they have, a, a, you know, different superheroes show up and they're talking about how they feel and how they're angry that he's dead and they're sad that he's gone. And they even get Ben Grimm to come in and to sit shiva with them. And Ben Grimm comes in with a yarmulke on because he's Jewish and Moon Knight was, you know, the son of a, a rabbi. So, you know, they, they said, you know, do you need to be, uh, they go through all the Jewish tradition. Like, do you, does he want this? Does he want that? But no, but they are going to sit shiva for him. Um, you know, that's what you do in the Jewish religion for when someone passes away. And it was interesting to see like all these different superheroes show up and, they're trying to figure out like how this new midnight mission is going to go with uh, everyone. I, I don't want to give too much away. I really think people should be, should pick this up. It's a good starting point for moon Knight. Um, you know that, you know, everything I just said is kind of recapped in the first half of it. So if you really want to read new moon Knight, uh, I mean, moon Knight's awesome. And Jed McKay's, he's just him and Chip Z are, uh, masters of writing between the two of them. I don't think that I've read a bad book that they've written in the past, like three, four years, whatever it's yeah. been. Cool. I like, uh, I've been loving the Jed McKay stuff too, but that Avengers run is so good. Yeah, I know, and I know. I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything for you, dude, because you didn't read the newest issue. But they they fight that guy who is the guy from the last issue who said, "I'm gonna wait until yeah, it's till yeah. it's time for me to fight until the odds are even." Does he live up to the to the like expectation or the? Uh, yeah, I mean, he basically like he's like, "You're not going to beat me." Like yeah. who who is? So I don't want to give too much away. I don't know if you care or if you want me to, because the issue, I don't remember if it came out last week or if it came out two weeks ago or when it came out, but um, I try not to spoil it for you because I know you're reading it and I know you're caught up on like some of the other stuff. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I think you should just, when you read it, just let me know what you think. Yeah. It, it's it's good. Keep up with Avengers. Um, I'm loving it. It ends on a on a nice cliffhanger too that really i can't wait to see how that begins in the next issue i can't so is that the end of the arc then nine i don't think so okay i mean again it was supposed to be like the arc was called uh twilight dreaming and i thought because it was twilight dreaming it was gonna have to do more with nightmare but after they got got rid of nightmare at the last issue um i don't know if now it's more about dreaming like you know with kang sleeping still are they going to yeah. do something with that or are they going to bring nightmare back um i i really don't know what they're going to do or why it was named that with this or it's the twilight court maybe maybe that's what it was because it was the twilight court oh right uh murden's people right on. um yeah dude i um i don't know if there's anything else you guys wanted to talk about i could I could go into a couple more things, but if you guys want to talk about other stuff, I'm, I'm game. I got a quick one that I can finish. I wrapped up uh, Infill Gang Massacre issue six and uh, finished out the story. I won't dive into it too much. I'll just say it. So there's not a, it, there, there's not a ton of dialogue in it. It's like told through the artwork and um, the artwork is fantastic. Like, let me just show you, like, look at this. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, and it was just, I mean, it's just, it's almost like poetry through artwork, how they, how they kind of finish it up. 
um pretty cool i will say at the end like the the creative team they like uh they talk a little bit about that Texas blood too, that whole universe and more is more is to come. They say, stay tuned and just be patient. So, um, I just love this world. It was, it was cool. So, and it's cool how, how it's printed. Like, I just love everything about it. So it was, it was a cool wrap up. Um, but that's kind of all I, I got to jump in. I have a, a stack that I haven't got into. I still haven't read ministry of compliance issue two. Oh, um, so good. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple. I know that Matt, Matt actually commented that he thought it wasn't as good as issue one, but um, I still love it. All so right. Good. Yeah, I still got to catch up on that. Um, I got to catch up on Newburn. I still haven't read the, I think the, uh, I think another issue comes out this coming week too. So I got, I got some catching up to do. We got anything else coming out uh, in the for the MCU anytime soon? What's next? You've been like, watching What If, Ross. What did you thought what about? What If was awesome. I loved it. I loved it uh, through and through. I know that there was like one or two episodes that like one wasn't even a What If episode. <laughs> it was just like, introduce this new character. But um, I still liked it. I still thought it was awesome. I loved the episode. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but Hella, it's a Hella episode. And I know like some people don't didn't love it or whatever, but I thought it was really cool. It's like, what if Hela became Thor? Mm. Like her, her helmet gets thrown to earth, similar to Thor one, where his hammer gets thrown. And if she is worthy, but it's not, if she's worthy, if she shows mercy, then she's worthy of the helmet, the crown. So right on. it was pretty cool. Yeah, no. And I, I mean, I'm, I've been reading a lot of those books that you guys been talking about that uh, I keep getting all these people telling me, like I'm, I'm recommending all these good books to, to people. And, uh, you know, between uh, hunger in the dusk, I, I I read. I'm caught up on that with yeah, with you, yeah. Ray. So that I'm really glad I picked up. And um, IDW's just been awesome. They've been crushing the, it. Ministry I love of hunger Compliance in the dusk, yeah. and hunger in the dusk. And um, there's another one I'm reading. Beneath from the IDW. trees. Are you reading that one? Beneath from the trees. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I started. A, my buddy started a Facebook page for uh, for it. Um, really? The, yeah. So there's only nine people in the group so far. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that book is incredible too. It's They're, wild. Yeah. And I wouldn't have picked that up if it wasn't for Kyle. It's yeah, so me, me neither. I wasn't going to pick it up either. Like he was talking it. about it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to my LCS and picking it up. And they had it. They still had a copy left of that first issue. Yeah, it's been great, dude. That fo- you got that foil issue, right? Yeah. Oh, I got the gold foil issue from, I wish, you know, it's funny as I could have gotten it when I was at New York Comic-Con and yeah. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like a kid's book. Like I yeah, should, you, yeah. know, you see the cover of it <laughs> and I would have had it like a month, a month before it even came out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's, it's been in a fun oh, story so though. Good. I love it. Mm-hmm. That crazy lady. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, I hate those people. The people that like think like, get out of my way. I am in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> at the, co- in the coffee line, get right, exactly, out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah well cool man i don't got anything else unless you guys want to mention anything else like uh that's it for me this week yeah. i uh i can mention a couple books i think that you guys um I, I mean maybe maybe you guys already talked about some of the books that you guys have read like some of the boom studios or dark horse books um i i've been reading and i don't know if i don't think anyone else is reading this on that i know of actually the space between has been insanely good it's a boom a boom book that takes place over i think i don't know if it's four issues but i'm up to issue three i think and each issue takes place about a decade or more apart Hmm. like it's different generations and it's like this space station that's traveling to what they claim is their utopia because earth has been destroyed and the the remainder of humanity is on this ship 
And as the ages go by, people forget what it was like as the previous ages. And it just goes to show you how, as human we are, we repeat things. And the same patterns keep repeating over and over again. And, you know, they're almost destined to destroy the race that's trying to get to a place where they can be peaceful. That's cool. And, um, that sounds cool. It, it, it's really like uh, really good, really well written. I like the the class society part of it, where it's like you know everybody should be treated the same, but they're not. And then the people who aren't treated the same, they rise up to power to only be the people who aren't treating the other people the same. You know, you think like you learn your lesson, but uh, you don't. And um, just think it's cool uh, between um, between that. I'm still caught up. I'm reading Deep Cuts. Deep Cuts has been one of my favorite books. Issue four finally came out. Issue three came out like three, four months ago. Um, they did a hiatus on that and uh, or maybe a, like a mini thing. And then I read World Tree number seven that came out. And that was pretty cool. I liked that we're back into that world with uh, with that. And I, I don't know. I'm just I read a lot. I got all these books going on. You know, the, the, there's just a, uh, it's a lot going on. And uh, but it's all good. That's cool. Um, yeah, that boom book sounds really interesting. Oh, and masterpiece. I talk. I talked about this oh, uh, when yeah, we talked yeah. the thing it? at the issue end of the one, year. Right? So good. Issue two is already out. Oh, issue two. Yes, okay. issue two is out. It is so good. It is literally like it's like Ocean's Eleven meets James Bond meets oh, Sherlock. That's, that's right up your alley. It's like perfect. It's like this this family of thieves that um, it's a family of thieves that robbed from a guy who's basically Jeff Bezos, who's like basically Amazon. And now it's 20 years later and the daughter of one of these thieves is now being asked by this guy to rob someone else because her family made him look like a fool 20 years ago. Mm. Like kind of like how if you watched Ocean's uh, Ocean 13, where mm -hmm. they make where he's like, I need you to help me where uh andy garcia comes to george clooney i need you to help me take down al pacino remember that where al pacino so, was putting yeah. up that gaudy he put up that gaudy casino yeah and 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 it, and, it, and it blocked andy garcia's bellagio pool and so he's like <laughs> i want to take him out so if you can figure out a way to put him out of business rob him and get rid of al pacino's casino and basically that's kind of what i feel like it, it is it's kind of like that movie but uh brian michael bendis is writing it and he's awesome Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and the artwork is cool. It's just it, it, I would recommend that anybody who wants to pick up a cool book. Um, That's cool, definitely cool. Right on, guys. Well, it's good to see you both again. Yeah, it was good to hang out, man. It's good to hang out with both of y'all. Sorry, I talk so much. No, it's <laughs> no, been great. It's uh, you're filling me in on all kinds of good stuff, dude. Especially the Marvel stuff. It's always good to have you on, and uh, I love the conversation. So it's been great. Yeah, man. Anything Appreciate you guys it. looking forward to coming out uh, this week? I, I know for me, uh, Ghost Machine issue one comes out. That whole world uh, is going to start up. So I'm super stoked on that. Uh, I know, I think Chip Z, Newburn. Uh, I can't remember what issue is coming out. 14 or 15, maybe a little more. I, I don't know, but uh, I'll be picking that up. That's on my pull list. What about you guys? I honestly don't even know what's coming out next week. <laughs> um, Have you been reading the Gang War stuff for us? No. Oh, the, oh, the, no. I read one issue and I was like, it was Luke Cage. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Luke Cage is still mayor. Yeah, it's gang Luke War. Cage one. Yeah. Um, I read that, I read that issue and then I thought about it. I'm like, I read so much Marvel right now. I, I needed to skip something. Yeah. Like I could, I could have read it, but I, I figured, let me, let me just step aside and continue with what I have now before I get out of control. 
Hey, Ray, we got Quested coming back. Dude, I seen that. That's been, I don't know about that. We'll see if they even yeah. throw it out there because that published, I don't know. I've been seeing Quested on here all the time and I never see it in, on the shop. So, yeah. Oh, dude, I know what we didn't talk about. Petrol Head. Oh, so good. So good. One of the best right now. And Ray, you're not reading that. I'm not reading you? it. I hear it's good. Oh, you guys, I know you guys are reading it. The I think artwork um, is Monk is that's, reading that's, it. The artwork is so good in it. It's like, it's just, it's just awesome. It's everything you want in this fun world. Yeah, I did, I'll <laughs> wait till it comes out on trade or something, and then swoop it up. I definitely suggest that. Anything what else coming out next week? What do you guys think about the news of Jason Aaron taking over TMNT? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I saw that. It'll be interesting. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. You guys are TMNT, you know, diehards. So yeah, I, when I seen that, I sent it to Kyle, and I was like, "This could be, this could be neat. We'll see." Well, yeah. I don't know what well, he's I mean, going to do. You're, you're keeping up with uh, Daniel Warren Johnson doing Transformers, right? Like, so good. So, and I know how much you love him. So I think about it in the same way. It's like Jason Aaron wrote. Um, I forget what Marvel book he did recently that I really loved. So I mean, it's the kind of thing like if you find a writer. You, you kind of pick up on these yeah. things. Like, I don't read TMNT, like, but maybe I would read it if the right writer right, yeah. had their hands in it. Yeah. Well, right on, guys. Good chatting with you. I uh, I enjoyed Echo. I enjoyed chatting with you guys. Yeah, it was cool. But um, let everyone know how they can follow you and keep up with all your reading. Me? Yeah. Oh, both yeah, both you of can... you guys. Where are you at? What are we doing? Oh, I don't know where I'm at. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm on uh Instagram, Red Optical Corp. Uh that's where you can find me. I've been posting videos on TikTok uh, under Red Optical Corp too, just in case people don't have Instagram or don't want to use Instagram. And uh that's basically it. I um I'm on Facebook, but only in like some groups really. Most of it's you know, done yeah, through those other yeah. two means. And then uh, you know, if you ever need to ask a question or tell me so I said something wrong don't feel afraid I'm easy to talk to <laughs> no you are definitely easy to talk to Ross we always appreciate having you on um, definitely go follow Ross he has cool videos always posting cool stuff that he's picking up um, definitely subscribe to our show uh, wherever you're jamming your podcast head over to our Instagram at the comic book lair you can see what we're getting into uh, drop us a line tell us hi uh, leave us a review that would really be cool and um that's all I got. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>